listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, Episode 78 on Ed Reach. Enlightened or Resistance? This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, November 17th, 2012. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big resistancey voice. What if you're enlightened? It doesn't matter. Oh. This show is dedicated to, de- dedicated <laughs> to education <laughs> gaming on any platform. Blah, 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 blah. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. Y mi nombre es Geraldo. <laughs> you are Geraldo, aren't you? Si. <laughs> Geraldo? Si. Jerry, tell us about yourself. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Barely. Ba- barely normal. <laughs> barely normal. Jerry, how you doing? I'm pretty good this week. Busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Working on a yearbook, big art show, busy week. What about you? Um, Busy. Uh, kids, I don't know if the weather, I don't know what was going on. They were a little uh, off the wall. What, this what's it like in southern week. Illinois? Uh, it's warmer than where you are at. Okay. It's warmer. I'm not even going to fight you anymore on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to fight you about your geographically challenging mind of yours. I put that map puzzle together you did last week, and, I mean, that's where normal, you know, I put it in the bottom of the state, said I was right. Uh, so. Jerry? What? Jerry, that was a map of Egypt. Oh, oh man. That's why it wasn't normal. <laughs> yes, that's exactly why. Exactly. No, we uh, it was it was a good week, a busy week. Um, you know, we only have I go two days next week, and then I have institute Ugh. on Wednesday. Ugh. Do you do you have three days? My wife has Monday an institute, and she did not have any kids on Friday, and then she's off Tuesday and Wednesday. I go all the way up until Wednesday, full day Wednesday with kids. Wow. They've That's... never we get Veterans Day, so we do not get um. We don't get off at all before. Yeah, we don't get we don't get veterans. Yeah, we don't get. I think that's veterans. our church. Yeah, well, and consider well, you would have so you had Monday off then. Yes. Considering that Veterans Day was actually on on Sunday. That's okay. You know, we're extremely patriotic, and we want to dedicate our time that day to veterans. Well, and 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 we did. I did in my classroom. Good. So we talked about veterans. Good for you. And uh, Veterans Day, and my family and my family history. So with my grandfather, uh, World War One, and my father, Korea. Hmm. So I, st- I have both. It was kind of – the kids were very intrigued. I had my father's dog tags from Korea cool. and my grandfather's from World War One. Wow. And they're actually – they're circles. Oh, cool. It's, it's different. It's a different type Here's of – Here's a question dog. for you. Yeah. What material do they make dog tags out of? That's a great question. And I'm not sure. And I, I know if it's ever changed. Well, well, that I'll have to look up because I, it feels the the metal is definitely different, yeah. or at least it feels different from my grandfather's to my father's. Interesting. Yeah. Sterling. Maybe? Some, but that boy, something, that would be a lot of sterling silver to give out. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> you learn a lot of things on Ed Gamer. Yeah, you do. 
So uh, each year, you know, because this is around the time because I teach ancient civilizations, uh, I'm into Egypt, and I thought I'd share some links. I know I've discussed. I know I've discussed this before, on, um, you know, previous year. Did you talk about but, Zelda? No, Egypt. You said you were sharing links. Oh, good one, good one. Okay, so uh, I'm sharing a link. I, I I've created some symbols. I've used Delicious. I've used other, uh, you know website sharing tools and I've been using Symbaloo which is very nice it's kind of these um, blocks these squares that you can put links in there it takes a little bit more work but it, it's it works very nicely and the kids seem to like it if you're a teacher use uh, Symbaloo edu there's no advertisements or anything on there which is really really handy and so I've shared my Egypt Symbaloo so I have Two uh, textbook websites li linked on there. I also have um, it's Cyberary Man. Uh, <laughs> it's that's the guy's name, I guess. He has a lot of links on history and many other subjects. And I have some videos from Horrible Histories, which are down at the bottom. And then, but the two games that I've played this week are Mummy Maker and Pyramid Challenge, and they are Mummy Maker is a lot of fun. There's actually a teacher in my building that actually mummifies chickens. I say no to salmonella, Ew. and yeah, no, it, it, she's very careful with it, and the kids love it. Ew. Uh, the smell is kind of interesting for me. What does it smell like? Owl pellets? What? Owl pellets. You never had kids dissect owl pellets? No. Oh, God. You want to smell something? That's pretty bad, huh? Oh, man. You know what? I would rather, I would rather live in... Like a locker room, Southern Illinois, after, oh. after a sport, and smell mm -hmm. owl pellets. They are unbelievably disgusting. Thanks for sharing, Jerry. You learn something new all the time here on Ed Gamer. Yes, you do. So, I shared the links. So, Mummy Maker, instead of dissect, instead of uh, mummifying chickens, uh, they actually go online, and BBC has a great flash interactive game where. The kids go through and the process of mummification. Um, the next one's Pyramid Challenge, and that's where they create a pyramid. So the kids are very good at going through that. This year we've had we had a little struggle with it. Some kids were getting a little bit upset with the game, and I laugh at it to a certain point because they struggle. And once they get it, then it's like woohoo! They get cheer and you know they get all excited. So just some links there for people out there that might teach Egypt. So we have uh, the next thing. So I had I did games pretty much this week uh, in social studies, and then I had my first game club meeting on Friday night, and nice. which it was it was great. I had 15 kids. Wow, cool. I'm guessing, you know, your school is probably a little bigger than mine. Um, yeah, we're about 2,600 kids. Yeah, we only have about 700, so I had 15 kids there. That's great, though. And it's I had a lot of kids that can't show up because they're in some type of sport in this season. So we had all different types of kids um, from all ranges and all levels, but it was it was a lot of fun. And so I, I'm adding some links to the show notes. Uh, one of my former students brought, I think it's he pronounced it Kahet. It's a laser game, and it looks like it's a two-person game, but they kind of played in teams. You basically set up these pieces throughout the board, and I don't know if you're trying to wipe out other pieces or trying to get um, the laser to shoot across using mirrors to an endpoint. Not really sure. That's very cool. Sounds cool, though. 
So I'm talking about it without knowing about it, but you know, it's something I'm going to ha- have that student show me next next time we have uh, that we get out the board games. What a great concept, though. You know, yeah. I mean, like I don't know. That just seems like it would be very very cool. Yeah. So Risk, Lord of the Rings, had another student that. Uh, explained and tried to teach Lord of the Rings Risk to some students. I played, um, <laughs> I always botched this name up, uh, Carcassonne. It just doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Uh, and that is a, basically it's a tile game where you have certain tiles that need to be added onto a table and you score points by putting your people into either cities or roads or that's the basic that we played but you can do farmland and other areas and those that have played the game are probably cringing (laughs) because they're like he has no no it's it's a game i've played a you know a while back and now i'm now i'm kind of relearning uh and the kids had a lot of fun with that and then the last one was uh, word on the street which is from out of the box games and had a group of four kids playing that and then I got done with my game of Carcassonne and went over to Word on the Street group after they were done and then kids started gathering around because they were finishing up and we were running out of time but they started seeing this game and that's where you talked about how you introduce a game mm-hmm. you know I think we did short introductions about each of the games but once they saw how to play Word on the Street all the kids were like I want to play this game <laughs> it's so, awesome you know i I think that's the great um one of the great unstated things about you know this kind of club that we've been doing is it's awesome to to introduce games to other kids you know it, it's it's beneficial for a kid to be teaching another kid to play a game it's fantastic socially you know keeps them out of trouble doing fun things but it also the now the the games that are shared is so much fun you know i mean that's where i that's where i heard of uh Oh, what's the train game? Um, <laughs> where you're collecting Scary. the trains with the tracks. Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride, so yeah. So that's where I heard about it. And now I found um, like a, a, a an app, Ticket to Ride app. You know? Oh, yeah. So now I'm playing all the time. <laughs> Addicted. Yeah. But all these games that I would have never even have heard of. And now I want to check out this laser game. It actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, so I got the links on there. Uh, some of the links are from Board Game Geek, so thank them for for having a, such a great website. And then I linked Word on the Street to the out of box out of the box games website. Cool. So you so, think? Uh, what do you think numbers wise? You think it's going to grow? You think? Uh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I had about I probably had about ten kids that couldn't even come. Cool. So I'm thinking the week after Thanksgiving, the Friday, I think we're going to meet up again. Except I think on this one, and I, I need to get my tech guy over to my school so we can figure out, have a plan um, to install some, some games on some of the computers. I think we can get my, it's, it's a process. It's a process. So if I can get Portal 2 and you know Puzzle Maker on there, I think that's something I want the kids to try out. I also want to, um, I also want to get Minecraft on on there and I guess since I'm talking about now we'll just move this up this topic that I'm bringing up now you know there's the teach with portals which is something we've talked about you know many times before uh, they've added a new game to their to be free for 
teachers. <laughs> and they added Universe Sandbox, which is basically a – let me look at it here. Universe Sandbox is an interactive space simulator for Windows-based PCs. Unlike most astronomy software that just shows you what the sky looks like, where the planets are, Universe Sandbox is a powerful gravity simulator. You can add another star into our solar system and watch, watch it rip planets from the, their orbits. Uh, the free forever version allows you to explore and discover simulation. Optionally, you can run and upgrade to the premium version for unlimited control. And there's a lot of stuff there. So they've actually now added this. It's free for schools. That's awesome. So I'm assuming you get the premium one for the schools. So now not only can, do I have access to Portal 2 and the Puzzle Maker for Portal, uh, Universe Sandbox. So I, I have to get these on to the computers as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. It sounds great. I mean, it sounds like so, uh, other things will really take off, especially yeah. once uh, once you get – once you get uh, – you know what you're going to get? What? Help spread spread information. About the club. Oh yeah, once once they see, and that's that was that's kind of a concern of mine is that okay if we promote this one, hey we're gonna play Portal Two, yeah, and and you know, and maybe Universe Sandbox and try to get Minecraft going somehow. Um, my my fear is that I'm gonna get too many kids. Yeah. Well, um, once once everybody hears how cool it is, right, then uh, it'll be the word on the street. See, that's what I was they going could. for. There. Oh, see yeah. That? Yeah, so that was, was good. Just yeah. trying to walk you're, you into it. but You're you're thinking there. So those are things that I, I've got to think about. So I don't want to turn kids away, but then, you know, we only have so many computers. I, I don't know. Those are thoughts that I'm going to have to kind of work through and, and, and figure out. I just don't want kids that are just showing up to play. I don't know. I, I guess that sounds weird, doesn't it? I don't <laughs> want kids to show up to play games. Wait a minute. Do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So I want them having a – and it, you ha, they had to fill out a permission slip. So, I mean, that's going to weed through the kids that are just there just to – you know, if they're just there to jack around. But, you know, I can bring them, bring them into the fold. So I just had an idea. Yeah. When you said permission slips, you do yours Friday. You do yours after school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. How cool would this be? Talking about permission slips, what if you did like a family night, you know, and you had families come mm-hmm. in and really see how well these games connect kids and work, you know, and then you have families. I think just, uh, you know, you probably get some incredible support from having kind of like a family game night. Yeah. And, you know, and I think we've talked a little bit about how we do have a local gaming store. I have a parent that's interested in helping out with the game club. I have a couple actually that have kind of talk to me uh she has a one of them one of the parents has a connection to the local game store uh barnes and nobles uh barnes and nobles seem interested in you know maybe coming in um you know if i can get several groups or maybe just one group at a time whatever have them come in and just kind of show off and demonstrate those games yeah i think that would be good i think if out of the box could come and show their games i think that would be a great family night one um so yeah that's it's there's there's a lot of potential just taking baby steps and and getting these kids in the fold each one asked them you know hey are you wanting to come back the next time they're like yes emphatically cool emphatically and i said are you wanting to get other kids here yes so yeah i think it's i think it's pretty exciting sounds fantastic yeah 
So uh, next thing, Google launches Ingress, a worldwide mobile alternate reality game. And that's where we kind of got our title today. It's Enlightened or Resistance? Resistance. Is futile? Resistance is always cooler. It's the dark, yeah. edgy side. The dark, edgy side, yeah. Jerry says. Well, let me read a brief description here. I'll bet you right uh, now the artwork is cooler for the Resistance. Oh, it always is. <laughs> always. Our future is at stake, and you must choose a side. A mysterious energy has been unearthed by a team of scientists in Europe. Of course, it's in Europe. <laughs> uh, the origin, not in, not anything, not trying to say anything bad about our European friends. Just, you know, mm-hmm. we live in such a European-centric world. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking, Jerry. It's, it's definitely American-centric. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I was trying to be sarcastic there. Mm-hmm. Uh Moving on, the origin of the per- <laughs> origin and purpose of this force is unknown, but some researchers believe it is influencing the way we think. We must control it, or it will control us. So there's the enlightened that seek to embrace the power that the energy may bestow upon us, or the resistance struggle to defend and protect what's left of our humanity. So you install this program. This is on Android. It's not an Apple. Gosh. And... Which is fine, because I have an Android phone. Uh, the world is a game. Move through real world, the real world using your Android device and the Ingress app to discover and tap sources of, the, of this mysterious energy. So, it's it seems to be a game, um, you know, that's based within the real world. You use your phone to figure out clues and, I guess, work with the Enlightened or the Resistance. Sounds cool. It does. I it, Now, I installed it. I was like, yes, I'm ready to go here. And it says, uh, you need a, you know, a code. You know, you have to be in, invited to this. So I, uh, yeah, I've sent for an invite, and we'll see. So if anybody has some Google connections, would love to discuss this on EdGamer. Not sure how this would work with students, because you need, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's you need an Android phone or just an Android device. No, just device. It's a because I you can put it on a touchpad, things like that. Okay, but then I'm guessing if you're moving around and you're going to an area like uh within like in a town square. Right. So you're gonna need like this picture. Yeah, you're gonna need some. You're gonna need some internet connectivity or GPS. (laughs) So that's that's gonna be interesting. Uh, This seems to be taking off their video that they have to explain it, and what's going on is is pretty sharp. It's pretty sharp. So, I'm excited. You excited about that? Yeah, I think it looks cool. Even though you have an Apple phone, right? <sighs> it yeah. won't be long. It won't be long. If there's one thing Google is good for, it's spreading itself out. It'll it'll come along. There you go. Well, one last article here. Uh, I found this article, and I thought it was quite, quite nice. Uh, this is from DungeonMastering.com. And it's an article called Why I'm Thankful for Dungeons & Dragons. So basically, um, this article is about a teacher and how they had a student in their classroom that was really struggling. (laughs) I mean, school, probably the last thing on this kid's mind. (laughs) And the the mother had struggled uh, with what she was going through. Just just a lot of problems, and they were trying to figure out a way for the, the kid to read, and, 
and the teacher's, I think it was the teacher's husband came in or somebody came in with some D&D Pathfinder material and the kid was intrigued and he was start, you know, he was being explained, the kid was being explained how this, you know, what's going on, what is this game about and they gave him a uh, beginner's book, a basics uh, core rule set book and he just started, he sat down and just started, you know, reading and this kid's a kid that doesn't read. So now they've basically, this kid seems to be learning and inspired by what's what's going, you know, D&D and Pathfinder. He wants to look up words. He wants to figure out what those words are because he has a goal. He wants to learn how to play the game and play it well. <laughs> so he, it looks like he wants to start a and d Pathfinder club and asking for advice on how to DM. So I thought it was a great, great article. Um, and it just shows the power of gaming, especially for those that are struggling. Sounds cool. Yeah. So check it out. And uh, I'm going to definitely give them some props for that. Nice. Anything else, Jerry? I kind of rambled on a lot about a lot of things. And yeah, so no, sorry. No, that was good. I enjoyed it. I, I want to, I got to find, I don't know. I got to go find an Android device, I guess. <laughs> well, you gotta be. We have to be invited. <clears throat> no, they'll invite me. Trust me. Oh, they'll yeah. Because we're the resistance. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should say we're enlightened. <laughs> and then, I don't know. What don't if know. you're enlightened resistance? Ooh, what if you're like a double agent? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Secret agent. Yeah. Okay, so uh, next week, not sure because it's you know. Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Turkey day. You'll be so full of food you won't have any room for new knowledge. Right. Okay, so, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, I think Jerry and I will be in contact with each other. Maybe we'll do a, uh, if we don't, I don't know, Jerry, I'm just rambling. Maybe we'll do it like an Ed Gamer mini or something. Mini. Mini Gamer. Mini Gamer or something. Um, But I can't promise anything because, you know, like Family's first. Yeah. Hobbit, dwarf. A dwarf. We've talked about that before. Ed Gamer, dwarf. Okay, thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. We'll probably cut out the last five minutes. Yep. Here. Please, please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts, especially those that are better than us, which is most. And bl- blog posts on the Edreach Network. Have a great week. Go get as many Twinkies as possible while you still can. They're leaving the shelves now, aren't they? Yeah. You know. They have yellow number five in them. I don't care what they've got in them. They got a whole lot of delicious in them is what they got in them. (laughs) Cream filled. Mm.